everybody. Welcome back to our Sunday prep video series. Uh, we're glad that you're here. Happy, uh, what, third Sunday of Lent? Is that where we're at now? So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, moving along, there's, I don't know, is this the halfway point? I think we're close to the halfway point. But Father Father Matt, how are you doing? Um, uh, what's new with you? Uh, everything everything is fine. Uh, beautiful day. Uh, another day uh, to do some uh, some work. You know, um, as uh, and yes, you're right, Jim. Uh, we're going to be uh, halfway through uh, our Lenten season. Uh, it seems like the seven weeks is like all oh, a lot of time, but see, third week uh, we are here to to uh, do something uh, actually for with us and for us and for the Lord <laughs> and yeah. others. So let's hope let's hope that goes uh, well with with all. So anyway, I'm uh, ready to be. Open to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I believe. That's what I should say right now. Good. Uh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, I always be I open to the gifts of the Spirit, right? So, Amen. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm always stunned with, um, you know, we say this all the time. I feel like when we move from liturgical season to liturgical season, like, how did we get here? Oh, it's already, you know, Lent. It's already Advent. Oh, my goodness. Here we are at Easter. Like, we're just, everything moves so quickly. And at the, you know, onset of, like, Lent, it always feels like, you know, this, here we go, like, buckle down the hatches, everybody, <laughs> we're gonna, like, get ready for the long haul, the difficulty of Lent, but here we are, we're, we're at the halfway point, and I don't know about you, Father, but, um, you know, we're doing okay, I think we're, we're, we're making our way through, there's some challenges, and there's some struggles, but that's part of it, so uh, hopefully everyone who's watching your <laughs> challenges, your struggles uh, through Lent are, are fruitful, and, and kind of drawing you closer to the Lord, so, um, but with that, let's um, let's take a look at some of the readings for for Sunday. Um, we're going to highlight today the second reading, which comes from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Uh, and this kind of picks up about halfway through the reading here. I'll just read the, the last few lines. It says, For Christ, while we were still helpless, died at the appointed time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person. Though perhaps for a good person, one might even find courage to die. But God proves his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And, um, you know, uh, it, it strikes me because, you know, um, you know, Father, I, I've been finding myself over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, with our CCD program and our confirmation program, we've had a couple of teachers who, um, you know, have had conflicts or, or haven't been feeling well. So I, I'm kind of the emergency substitute teacher and, uh, which is fine. And so I, I found myself sometimes jumping into a classroom and sometimes I don't have as much time to prepare. So I immediately start thinking, okay, what am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? Um, and something I found myself talking about, uh, the last few times that I've, I've been in a classroom is to uh, invite the students to to turn and to to look at the the crucifix on the wall, and to um, to just kind of stare at the cross, uh, to stare at the the image of our Lord, and um, the the reflection I think the Holy Spirit has been kind of trying to draw out in those classroom experiences and in the discussions with students, has been um, the need for us to kind of seriously reflect upon what it is that that actually happened there. You know, I think we all have a crucifix. You know, on our wall, I've got one right above me. You've got one right over your head there, Father. Um, so, you know, most of us have an image. Uh, some of us wear it around our neck. And I think it's just, it's such a commonplace image uh, for us. And I think that there is a certain amount of 
um, I don't know, punch that the cross has that gets lost on us when we see it all the time, right? Like it becomes just a piece of religious art and, you know, it's nice to have, but um, I don't think it strikes as profoundly as maybe it should, you know, because I think we just become so comfortable with, with the cross and the crucifixion and kind of the reality of what happened there. And, um, and I think what's striking me in this reading is to, is to consider what's actually happening there on the cross. And in that last line, is really, I think, powerful. It says, uh, but God proves his love for us and that we were still sinners. Christ died for us. And again, phrases we've heard before, the concept of Christ dying for our sins. Um, but I think it's striking because, you know, the language that's used here by St. Paul uh, of God proves his love for us, that, um, you know, it's not just a, a heavenly decree where he just makes a statement and sends a letter to the people of heaven. I love you. Okay, let's move on. You know, the way that, um, you know, sometimes I, if I get into an argument with my wife about something and I just want to be like, okay, I'm sorry. Can we move on? Or like, I love you. Can we move on? And she's like, yes, sure. Good. But could you also like demonstrate, you know, like, like an act of love or like a, a sign of your sorrow or whatever it is. Right. And I think, I think there's something there that um, we like to have a certain amount of evidence, if you will, for like, you know, you claim that you love me um, and, and you say the words, but I don't really see it. I don't really like, you know, I don't know what it looks like. And, and I think the Lord, um, you know, presents to us this very extreme and the most extreme demonstration of love imaginable to lay down your life um and not just lay down your life for like someone who loves you back you know like i think of would i be willing to lay down my life for you know a friend or uh for my wife for my kids and and in my imagination i'm kind of like a hero who's like yeah of course i would stop the bad guys and you know whatever and i would die heroically to save my loved ones but it's like okay would I die heroically to save somebody who hates me? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, do I have to? <laughs> like, maybe I could kind of, if I get enough attention, I don't know. Like, I think it's an uncomfortable thought. And, and there's something here with what St. Paul is reminding us of what happened on the cross where uh, the Lord proves his love for us and that we were, while we were still sinners, while we were um, you know, guilty of not just uh, of our original sin, but our actual sin. And for those who are actually crucifying him, the act of murdering the Lord, that the Lord offers his forgiveness. He offers his love um, in such a profound way that, you know, if we ever are questioning, you know, God, are you there? God, do you love me? Um, I think the cross and the image of the crucifix should be one that I think makes us uh, a little bit uncomfortable, you know, um, you know, religious art is great. I love religious art. I know you do too, Father Matt and Father Zig does. Like, they're good. We should have images that remind us. But I think there's a there's a cautionary tale of of not becoming too comfortable with the image of the crucifix. I think it should, you know, um, it should make us kind of like, I don't know, either cringe a little bit because we go, oh, that's horrible. What did they do to the Lord? Or it should make us feel overwhelming gratitude to say like, Lord, look what you did for me. But I think it should stir something to kind of contemplate the seriousness because because um, this is this is the evidence of God's uh, statement of love. You know, he, he declares, I love you. You're my people. Uh, and, and we kind of shout here like, we'll prove it. <laughs> and he's like, fine. And, and we have the cross. And so 
Um, so anyway, so that's kind of jumping out to me, and I'm, I, I think there's a lot we can probably draw from that. But um, but Father Matt, you probably have some good thoughts here too. So what are you thinking today? No, that's uh, you know very very uh, beautiful point that you make uh, to to really uh, direct us into the into the image of the cross. And uh, yeah, I like the um, I like the you share the um, image of of uh, spousal relationship. Um, you know, uh, we know that the cross uh, is um, it was the uh, eternal covenant that God made with His people, and uh, Jesus spoke uh, quite often uh, in the Gospels and uh, and in Old Testament too. We have so many um, images of of marriage, right? Uh, that God's covenant is like one, like marriage, and um, so it's amazing too how easy it was for me myself, uh, you know, to to see uh, what you are trying to 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 explain, express. Uh, with that very image and um, for me um, as I was uh, preparing to uh, looking at the reading uh, I was looking at the beginning of uh, what Jim quoted uh, that very sentence at the beginning for Christ while we were still helpless died at the appointed time for the ungodly um, and you know it reminds me of our of the beginning of, of land actually when we heard uh, from the book of Genesis uh, the story of creation and uh, the temptation um, that came from from Satan from the uh, from the serpent he says um, you will be like other gods right you will be like other gods uh, you will know what is good what is evil you will be able to decide uh, yourselves um, and um, but that's the reason probably why in this London season this uh, line really speaks to me. Um, because, uh, yes, how many people, um, and even I myself find the same way. I think, okay, I can do it myself. I don't have to have help from anybody. Um, not even, not even God. Um, I'm able, I'm strong man. Uh, I'll be able to do it, overcome whatever, uh, obstacles will be on the way. Well, at the same time, uh, there are things beyond my power. There are things beyond my strength, uh, that I need to rely on. And, um, the cross, the covenant that Christ uh, did uh, on this very mountain of Calvary, uh, where it was sealed. Um, he said that this, my blood is for you, for all of you. Um, and this, this very blood uh, goes all the way down to the um, underworld to, to destroy the one who is, who is tempting uh, and open the gates uh, to eternal life. And that's the power that we none of us have. Um, if not uh, his sacrifice, if not uh, his uh, offering of his life, and yes, definitely um, the same as uh, like you, Jim, you said you, you want to be a hero for your family and uh, for for the priest. Well, guess what? Uh, that's what we go with uh, our heart and mind open, you know, for our people, the people that God sends us to. And um, we hear, you know, how many priests uh, too, even if nowadays, um, you know, do that, uh, either being punched in the face or uh, even more tortured uh, because of their faith and because of the people they uh, were sent to shepherd or even um, to the point of giving their own life. And um, well, even even in those very moments, you know, how uh, how would I respond uh, to the person or people who are doing that to me? Uh, and so it reflects to the Christ sacrifice and what he was preparing us for the time of persecution, that as we proclaim his name, as we follow the covenant uh, that God has made with us through his son, uh, yeah, the difficulty will be. And yes, the, the life eternal that 
Christ won for us, well, while we were helpless, right? I mean, no matter what human strength was trying to do that, none of them were able to, none of us is able to, unless we trust in Christ and believe in him and follow his word. Uh, because And he died at a point in time. And it's not that those who were before him uh, were left and nobody cares for them anymore. He died for all and for all those who are uh, to come. Uh, but we too, we need to see that very proof, uh, as Jim, uh, Jim was pointing out, that he has done for all. He has done for those who were, who are, and who will be. And um, every, uh, every one of us will have this time to prepare, to renew ourselves in that very trust in the Lord and in the very cross um, of Calvary. And so, yes, um, this uh, Lenten season really puts a stronger point into that very image. And how do I respond? Do I trust the power of God or do I trust only myself? And do I see that very image of the serpent too, who is trying to tell me that, yes, I can do much more, more than I even think I can. While uh, God says, yes, I know you can a lot. And that's why I give you the chance to open it up, to see the strength you have that I have given you out of me. But still, there are things that um, I had to overcome because of the love I have for you. I don't want a distraction or a condemnation, but I want you to have eternal life, eternal dwelling that is uh, made uh, outside of, of our power and strength. So it is, it is a, a rich, uh, only, only that very sentence, right? So maybe two, but then two, um, if we will, we are talking about giving our lives, uh, for, for somebody else, um, to, to save them, to help them. Uh, but, uh, at the same time, uh, we need to ask ourselves, um, in our daily, daily life as, as Christians, are we able to defend that? Uh, yes, I am a Christian. Yes, I am the one who professes uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the Son of God. Do I profess that, yes, I am the child of God? Because that too uh, is a way of sacrifice. Because what if there is no love for God or for his Son? Would I be able to offer it too? So it's not only for somebody else that um, St. Paul uh, is thinking about in this in this particular uh, episode or letter, but he is also speaking to us of our own uh, spirituality, our own relationship with God, our own sacrifice or willingness to sacrifice uh, in the time of persecution. If yeah, if yeah, I will be able to do it uh, to defend and protect the cross, uh, the great sign of love, the greatest uh, sign of love and victory uh, that the world has seen and uh, will ever see. So that's where. I'm, I am um, to, yeah. to think about the deepest uh, mysteries of um, myself too, because that's what Christ has done for, for me and, and for you all, for Jim. Um, to, he died for us, not uh, counting our sins, but uh, seeing in us the strength that we can say yes to him at all times. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. I think, um, you know, I'm reminded of uh, there's somewhere else in, in the New Testament, St. Paul says something to the effect of that the, the cross of Christ is a is a contradiction, right? That it's or it's an apparent contradiction, right? Because the Lord makes himself helpless, right? But it's in that helplessness 
where actually the power of God, the love of God is kind of is made real. And so, uh, so yeah, we get to be sharers in that, you know, we are helpless. Um, but if we can unite our helplessness to the cross, um, that is where the real love of God and the power of God kind of starts moving through us. And so, yeah, lots of, lots of good stuff to sit on, uh, like always. And so, um, yeah, we appreciate you, uh, listening or watching and, uh, sharing uh, your thoughts, your comments. And, um, and most importantly, we look forward to seeing you all on Sunday, uh, at mass. So, um, Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. God bless you. Bye. Bye.